Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the 7 a.m. Eastern Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Amy G, and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from Maryland. Today's date is Tuesday, February 22nd, 2022, and today we are reading from the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We are on page XIII. The third paragraph that starts with, it is important that we remain anonymous through three paragraphs ending in, we shall be greatly handicapped, commenting on all three paragraphs. Today's readers are, and thank you for your service, Team Tuesday, Kathy S., Loretta H., Nancy T., Jill H., Marge E., and our newcomer reader, Loretta M., and our host, Nancy C., The reference numbers for yesterday, Monday, February 21st, 2022, for the 7 a.m. meeting, 18,578. That's 18578. For the 10 a.m. meeting yesterday, 18,579, 18579. OA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose, OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message, is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask for Jill H. to read the 12 steps. Go ahead, Jill. Good morning, Jill H., Recovered Compulsive Overeater from Nashville, Tennessee. The 12 steps. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six. We're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. 10, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. 11, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him. 
praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. Twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you for letting me share. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jill. I will now ask for Marge E. to read the 12 Traditions. Go ahead, Marge. Thank you so much, Amy. Marge E. from Massachusetts, recovered but not cured. The 12 Traditions. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends on OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God, as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous, except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, Less problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. 10. Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. 11. Our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. And 12. Anonymity is a spiritual foundation of all these traditions ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you for letting me do service this month, and I pass. Thank you so much, Margie. Okay, how our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and the literature we are discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. If you go over, you'll hear me say time. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year, and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star one to mute your phone again. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. Today, we resume our study in the big book. We are on page X. I-I-I on the third paragraph and reading through three paragraphs, and I am going to ask Kathy S. to get us started. Go ahead, Kathy. Thanks, Amy. This is Kathy S., Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Georgia. It is important that we remain anonymous 
because we are too few at present to handle the overwhelming number of personal appeals which may result from this publication. Being mostly business or professional folk, we could not well carry on our occupations in such an event. We would like it, we would like it understood that our alcoholic work is an avocation. When writing or speaking publicly about alcoholism, we urge each of our fellowship to admit his personal name, designating himself instead as a member of Alcoholics Anonymous. Very earnestly, we ask the press also to observe this request, for otherwise we shall be greatly handicapped. Um, well, <laughs> this, and it's, I mean, this is all about anonymity, our 12th tradition. It talks about in in that tradition, it's the spiritual foundation of all of our traditions. And uh, when I took a look at the traditions right before this, you know, it's true. You know, we look at tradition number one talks about unity and the common welfare. If this was the Kathy show, that's not happening, you know, and we know that from page 60 to 63. When one of us is trying to play director or any of us, you know, we, there's there's a lot of clash going on. Um, and and then the the um that each group should be autonomous you know we need to be independent not depending on any one person for our recovery and so on and so forth there's there's a lot of um big words here like important urge and very earnestly just showing that this idea of anonymity needs to be taken very seriously and I thought about that too. And, uh, you know, anonymity is to be known, but not identified or named or um, just not being special or standing out. And I used to be very afraid of this idea because I was so insecure and um, knowing that pride was one of my greater defects. You know, this idea of anonymity, it is for my protection, you know, that I am not I'm not special. This isn't about me. This is about God. And it also reminds others that as a sponsor, it's not, it's not me, you know, who's going to get you recovered. When we put someone on a pedestal, you just, you might as well put your dollar in the 10th step jar because we're going to let you down. You know, that's who we are as humans. We are not perfect. We are not the power that's greater than yourself. We may have recovery, but we are not the power. We are purely just guides. We are peers. We, nobody is any better or worse in this program. And that also gives me, um, you know, comfort to, to do things like speak up and share my experience because I, I don't, I'm not the end all beat all. And my, I'm not, I don't have to be perfect in here. You know, God is. So the other thing is the, the reason why they mentioned to the overwhelm of personal appeals. If we were to get really honest about what we have here, we have the answer to all of our problems. If we really got honest and, and just, you know, shared with people, I, I have the answer, you know, I have life fulfillment. We have security that no thief can steal. We have peace that no calamity can ever drown out and a power that no struggle can overcome. You know, if we really got out there and shared with people this truth, it's and it's free. Hello, you know, we've we've got it, and we should be overwhelmed by the personal appeals. It even says in the prior paragraph, you know, we are sure that our way of living has advantages for all people, 
And um, there's just a lot here to say. I really appreciate this opportunity. It never gets old, and um, ugh, the nerves anyway. And I really thank you, and uh, can't wait to hear what everybody else has to say. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Kathy. Thanks for getting us started. Okay. So we're going to take some names here. So um, before we get started, though, I'd like to ask that if you shared on either Friday or Monday, although we value your experience, strength, and hope, if you wouldn't mind letting others share their experience, strength, and hope so we can all chime in, that would be wonderful. So who would like to share on what was read? First name and first letter of your initial and the state you're from, please. Nessa R. Nessa R. Melissa C. Larry K. Melissa C. Larry K. Barbara C. Barbara. I think it was B. Chris W. Robert G. Okay, Chris W. Gotcha. Anybody else? No? Okay. We have a great group here. Nessa R., Melissa C., Larry K., Barbara G., and Chris W. Go ahead, Nessa. Step up to the mic. It's your turn. Hi, good morning. Question for you. My name is Nessa R., and I am a recovered compulsive overeater in Toronto, Canada. Um, the issue of anonymity, uh, I guess it's one that I have strong views on. I, I'm, I'm, I have strong views on almost everything. I'm a, I'm a control freak and very opinionated as a result. But I, I do feel um, anonymity is to protect me from the outside, not from the inside. So what that means for me is that inside the rooms, I don't need anonymity because here we are all equal. We are all pursuing the same thing. We are all accepting, non-judgmental um, of, of each other. Um, I often get phone um, texts or phone calls from people asking me, you know, can I share your phone number with so-and-so? And my answer is always the same. You don't have to ask my permission to share my phone number with anybody inside these rooms. You know, you're actually doing me a favor because you're enabling me to do service and to carry the message to, a, to another compulsive overeater. Um, I don't need to be anonymous in these rooms. However, I don't want you to be telling my next door neighbor or my sister-in-law that, that I'm in the rooms. I mean, that's, that's my choice whether I tell them or not. Um, so I think that that, that um, uh, that distinction is very important. You know, oftentimes we carry anonymity um, to the extreme in the rooms. And again, this is just my, my, my own very strong opinion. Um, um, often to, to the point that we do disservice to everybody because, you know, people, you know, newcomers or people who are struggling need people to call. And the people who are, you know, recovered by the grace of God, by working the 12 steps in, 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 in entire abstinence, also need to be able to try to carry the message. And so it's kind of like a matchmaking of sorts when somebody passes on my, my phone number to, to somebody else. And I, and I just love it. I love it when I get a phone call and I, somebody says at the other end of the line, hi, somebody gave me your, your, uh, 
your number. Can I can we talk? Um, that's that's amazing service when somebody connects people like that and helps expand uh, another person's list of contacts and fellows that they can go to for support, advice, and direction. So I want to be anonymous outside of the rooms, but in the rooms, I want to be completely unanonymous. If that is the uh, if that is the word, and with that, I pass. Thank you. Thank you so much, Nessa. Melissa C. Your turn. Please go ahead. Hey, good morning, Amy. Thank you so much for your service this morning. Good morning, everybody. My name is Melissa C. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. I live in New York. And, you know, I um, I really appreciate what Nessa had to say because I, I had a similar thought. But I was also thinking about how this is telling me that I'm still going to have to work. <laughs> and, you know, I don't know about you all, but I really like, I like talking big book. I like discussing these principles and working with others and, and, and being with my fellows sometimes more than I like showing up and being with my coworkers or dealing with my boss. And, but I'm told here, Mm-mm, this is not, this is not your living. This is, this is an avocation. This is this is a hobby, right? And so, what that tells me is that um, if I'm really in agreement and living the way that God would have me live, I'm to practice these principles in all my affairs. Which means that in my home, you know, and my occupation, my family, and in my occupation. So, you know, I, at work, as far as my anonymity, anybody who knows me from work, they they know. Um, if they know me way back from a long time, they know that that I've had a profound transformation and a big change. And I am not secretive with anybody about what I do and um, and about this incredible program because I want to be helpful. But on the other hand, I have a responsibility to my employer, and I can't be doing 12-step work all day long at work. And for myself, that means that my phone must be silent during my job. I have children that I have to tend to and it would be it would not be in agreement with the principles, which is, you know, my program, when people say like, how's your program? I don't have a separate program. I have a program that taught me how to live life. And that includes how to be an employee. And when I think about it, you know, I have my main employer, right? That one is God. And then you know, for myself, I have the students that I'm serving, and then I have my boss, right, my, my actual boss at work. And those things have to all be in agreement with each other. Um, thanks. With that, I'll count. Thank you so much, Melissa C. Larry K., you're up, followed by Barbara G. Good morning, Larry. Good morning, Amy. Uh, Larry K., Recovered Compulsible Reader uh, from Chicago. You know, when it comes to compulsive overeating in, uh, in a way, the problem is very public. It is very public. But what I find is the solution, the solution always becomes, sometimes becomes veiled in secrecy among the wider public. And that's not a good thing. So first, the paragraph we read, the first, the first paragraph that was read is talking about, look, you know, back then there was very few people in numbers. They didn't want to be overwhelmed. So we, we understand that anonymity was extended 
um, with tradition 11 and 12 and so forth. And we get that. We, we, we do understand. I, I take what the, the, the reader said as well you know, about the ego and so forth. But uh, let's not become a secret society, in my opinion. We don't have a special handshake. You know, this isn't a, 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 you know, a club, right? So at the same time, you know, some people are going to be driven by their higher power to carry. I, I know a guy. You know a guy? I know a guy. He's been driven by his higher power to carry this message on a very wide basis. Good for him. Lives are being saved. Maybe that's where God has that individual. We've seen that throughout the history of AA. We've seen certain people. Let's not become judgmental. I don't want to become any more judgmental towards that individual who makes it a life work and passion than I would for someone who takes a more reserved, sort of quiet approach to their, to their disease. You know, so, so for me, anonymity, I think it can be a misconception in my opinion. I think, you know, that we can become this kind of, you know, again, secret society. So very simply put for me, I break the tradition when I say in the press or radio or internet, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm Larry Kay, give my last name. I'm a member of OA and it saved my life. I don't break the tradition when I say, you know, I, I'm Larry, I'm a compulsive overeater who has now recovered as a result of these steps. Because the difference between those two statements for me is profound. There are people dropping. They're dying. You know, so, so I, think we, I think we could do a better job of carrying this message. Let's not you know, wear that cloak of anonymity to the point where, where we just become the secret society. That's my opinion. With that, I pass. Thanks, Amy. Thank you so much, Larry. Okie doke. Barbara G., it's your turn. Please go ahead. Hi, my name is Barbara G. I'm calling from Paris, France, and I am very, very, very grateful to be here with all of you today and be part of this meeting. And, uh, uh, Barbara, so is there any way you yes. could turn up your volume a little bit? It's yes. your little. Can you hear me better? Away. Can you hear me better yes. now? That is much Great. better. Thank you. Great. So, as I said, I'm very grateful to be with all of you today. I'm calling from Paris, France. And uh, um, I loved hearing what you had to say, what you all had to say about anonymity. And this is my take on it. As soon as we start reading today, I started thinking about how safe and secure I feel anytime I pick up the phone and I talk to one of you. Anytime I share my sensitive and very delicate things or intimate stuff, I don't even think about the... Uh, fact that some of you may go around and talk about my delicate issues or my fragilities, my difficulties with anyone. And uh, when did I realize how precious this is? When I started to have, uh, thanks to this program, more friends outside, people that I know outside, and I started to realize that that's not something that I can do with anybody. I can't go out and talk so honestly about what's going on with me, with uh, anybody uh, that I know. And not because people outside are worse than people in the rooms, but because we do have this tradition. And it is, it is precious to me because, because of that. And uh, 
so that's that's my take on anonymity today, and I am very grateful at the same time that people back at the beginning of the 1900s dared to break somehow their anonymity and uh, and make Alcoholics Anonymous and therefore now today Overeaters Anonymous so so important outside in the in the social world and uh, thank you so much for being here and I'll pass thank you so much Barbara okay Chris W you are up please step up hi this is this is Chris W Chris with a K from Nashville Tennessee and I don't think I ever noticed the part where it says the reason they didn't want their names being um, put out there was that they would be so overwhelmed that they couldn't even do their jobs because people would be asking them all the time and um, what they're doing. So, yeah, that was pretty interesting to to hear that. And um, I know for myself, I never thought when I walked in the rooms, it was through AA um, 40, 42 years ago, I think. And um, and I didn't care if people knew that I was in that program because, I mean, if they saw me out drinking, they knew I had a problem. But for some reason, when I came into OA this time, um, and I never cared when I was in OA either, but I never was successful. I was in and out of the rooms for almost 40 years and never had any real recovery. So I certainly wasn't telling everyone that I was in OA. But when I came back last January, I was involved in an organization that really did not believe anything about OA and they made fun of it. And for the first time, I was very fearful of my anonymity being broken because I didn't want to be kicked out of this group. And um, and I would, you know, always be thinking, oh, is that person going to tell It's you know, what's How's this going to happen, you know? And at some point, I finally decided that I knew I needed this program more than I needed the other organization. And I had all these friends that I had to walk away from. But, oh, my gosh, I'm so grateful to be in recovery. And um, and I realized, too, that it's the big part is you don't get on TV and say that, you're Chris W. and with, um, well, with my full name, and say that you're in or Overeaters Anonymous because what if you fail and you gain all your weight back? Then you're harming the reputation of our organization. And um, I cringe whenever I see people in the news saying that they're in a 12-step program and given their last name and their faith is out there and you know it's they may have good intentions but if they were real members of the organization they would listen to the 12 traditions but at any rate i'm so grateful to be here and thank you for letting me share thank you so much chris okay so we're going to take some names uh again share in the last couple of days please allow others the opportunity to share 
Okay, who would like to share on what was read? We are on page XIII, starting with, it is important to remain anonymous, going through three paragraphs, ending in, we shall be greatly handicapped. Who would like to share? Charles I'm H. Veronica C. Charles H. Veronica C. Kaya. Amy L. Amy L. Ginger C. Ginger C. There was someone else besides Ginger. Joanne M. Joanne M. Scott S. in Florida. Scott S. Nancy J. from Illinois. Nancy. Jay. All right. Good group here, folks. Charles H., Veronica C., Haya P., Amy L., Ginger C., Joanne M., Scott S., and Nancy J. Okay, Charles, please go ahead. Good morning, Amy. Um, Thank you for your service. I, I love, you know, I, I was the type of guy that was trying to uh, be popular in a mental illness program. I'm not dumbing down. The, the program. I'm, I'm just not shouting it from the rooftops wearing a shirt saying Charles H. member of Overeaters Anonymous. I mean, I'm just in the middle because you know, um, we shall be handicapped. And you know, Tradition 12 is like, it, 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 it's so, all of them are so important. I'm just one grain in the sand and I'm grateful. And you know, uh, it's good. You know, it, you know what I noticed? It's, it's very it's very uh, exhilarating and popular to say that I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. You know what's not exhilarating? Doing the work. Like as far as like, you know, the one-on-one -on -one work, working with men, the minority in this program, I don't know about you, but, you know, you could be boo-boo kitty and, 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 and be a no-name and working in this beautiful book with another individual, and they'll get it if they want it. Then you could be Bill W. working with somebody frantically, right? Because cause, uh, I think the big book, all over the big book, it talks about time. It talks about frantic. It talks about, you know, uh, immediately, words like that, suddenly, you know, negatively and positively, right? But we will be handicapped if we go around, you know, and now, now, now let's, let's keep it official, right? Some people on the line, you know, I heard a couple of weeks ago somebody said, oh, these superstars share all the time. You know what? Ain't no superstars. People are, are, are dying. There's so much people in Overeaters Anonymous circling a drain because people don't want to step up. Can you imagine if we had that, that mentality that we're superstars? Ain't no superstars in here. Ain't no super – Dr. – there's a meme on, on social media and Dr. Bob in front of – I guess it was the, the convention in Cleveland. There's no superstars in a, in, in a spiritual fellowship, Right? And perfectionism is the highest form of spiritual abuse. We are here because we're not all there. And I'm grateful for these quote-unquote superstars that you think. Oh, we are a superstar in our own mind. Like this fellowship, capital F, in the text, is very important. God, a person from this meeting, you know, a wise person, I'll close with this, said to me, and this was very visionary, God uses broken people like me and you 
to help broken people like me and you. I love the traditions because traditions keep us informed. They keep us in line. And the people that break it, they break their whole existence. And with that, I pass. Thanks. Thank you so much, Charles. Okay, Veronica C., please go ahead, followed by Haya P. Veronica, you're up. Step on up to the mic. Hi, Veronica C. here, New York. Um, you know, the importance of anonymity to me is that it levels the playing field, meaning... Uh, it doesn't matter who you are or what you claim yourself to be, uh, who you present yourself in your life to be, what other people may identify you as. None of that has to be a factor when you come into uh, the program. And, you know, in terms of experience, I would say that for me, uh, what it did was, not only created that level playing field, but it also um, helped me to be able to come in initially because to me it's somewhat of a scary thing to think that um, you're going to go into into a place or into a group and somehow other people are going to really see you. I mean, for some people, it may be something that initially they didn't have that issue, but I know I seriously did because uh, a lot of my uh, disease is about secrecy, and that also means being secretive about, you know, who and what I am, and if I didn't have this principle, this anonymity that was operating, I would, I think that it would have taken me a lot longer to be in recovery. I think it would have taken me into a whole other realm of having to ferret through the machinations of all that my brain can conjure up to keep me in this place of, uh, you know, not wanting to share or not wanting to be a part of because it was too frightening on some level uh, to reveal myself. And I don't have to worry about revealing anything about uh, certain aspects of myself. I don't even have to reveal my last name if I don't want to, right? It's like nobody really does, you know? You, you give the first letter of your uh, initial, last initial. To me, there's a certain degree of comfort about that. And it means to me that tomorrow I am assured that I can do the same thing I can come in and I can tell my story and not feel that I have to um, pump it up in any way, shape, or form, or look a certain way because I've presented myself in a particular way, uh, stating certain things that might uh, cause people to see me in a different light. I can just be and tell my story and get to the business of recovering. That's the beauty of anonymity. That's the beauty of the equanimity for me. Thank you. I pass. Thank you so much, Veronica. Haya P, you're up, followed by Amy L. Go ahead, Haya. Hi, thanks, Amy. Hi, everybody. This is Haya P. 
very grateful, recovered, compulsive reader, bulimic, and restrictor. I live in Denver, Colorado. I'm currently in New Jersey, which is so nice because I can get up for this meeting. And uh, so grateful to be here and welcome to anyone who's new. Um, you're not expected to know anything <laughs> except just to come in and be here and you're welcome here. Um, yeah, I lived in Los Angeles, um, you know, 30 something years ago in the beginning of my recovery. And um, this was um, a very, this idea of anonymity at the level of press, radio and film was really, uh, and who knew, right, then what what media, social media would be like now. So grateful that we have this in place. Um, that so when when I was living in Los Angeles, there were many, many famous movie stars that would come into rooms, and um, it was very uh, humbling and also very equalizing, as someone said earlier. You know, the great equalizer, humbling for like as from from a from their part too, but just from a sense of realizing that you know we could, you know. Uh, idolize, worship people that are, um, you know, famous and they've got it together. And let me tell you, I watched a very famous movie star walk out of a bathroom, you know, with vomit on her shirt because this is not a glamorous disease. And, um, and so that was just a real important lesson for me. And I learned a lot about the, the importance of it because there were people that did disclose their, um, they did not keep anonymity at the level of press radio and film. And then when they went out and relapsed, it looked like it was OA or AA. That was the problem, right? Not the individual um, not being able to get recovered. So I really appreciate that. And on the other side, you know, there are old, old timers, original AAers um, that would totally give their last name in meetings. You know, in fact, if someone was in the hospital and you only know him as Jason R., you know, how do you find someone? So they definitely knew each other's names. It was at the level of press, radio, and film. And if they did say that they were a member of the program, like this paragraph said, they just would not give disclose their name. I think, you know, it's um, there's nuances to it um, that it's so great that we study this. And obviously, there's going to be different opinions about it. And different people, different opinions, um, but we can all agree um, from these pages that this is something that we get to, uh, that we need to um, look at. Thanks and respect, and I'm grateful to be here. Thanks. All righty. Thank you so much, Haya. Amy L., it's your turn, followed by Ginger C. Good morning, Amy, and good morning, everybody. Thank you for your service, Amy. This is Amy L. with two E's, A-I-M-E-E-L, in Michigan. Uh, gratefully recovered for today. Um, you know, the anonymity thing when I came into program was something that was a little bit confusing to me. And for me, when I came into program, I didn't want anybody to know, anybody at all that I knew. I didn't want them to know because um, what if I failed again? You know, what if I failed again? And went back to everything that I've done so many times in the past. Um, however, um, I do now freely share with people I know my journey and what I've gone through. A lot of people that know me do see a very big difference in me. I'm 40 pounds less than I used to be. Um, and I'm not where I need to be yet, but I'm getting there. So for me, I do share it with people I don't, I know, but I don't go on, you know, 
Facebook and say, hi, I'm Amy and give my last name. I'm recovered food addict, you know, and, and contact me if you want to get this too. Um, I think people just, you know, they see what's going on. I have some people that I, I, you know, talk to on a regular basis. They're seeing what I have and they want it. So I do tell them about my program. I tell them what I do and everything, but I don't say you have to do this too, because that's not my choice. That's their choice to make. Um, but I, I do find that some people see what you're doing and they see the changes made in you, not just on your outside, but also on your inside. They do want to know more about it. I'm happy to share with anybody at any time if they want to know that. But I don't go shouting from the rooftops already saying, hi, I'm an overeater and I'm, I'm losing weight because I'm in OA. That's not what it is. It's about my, um, you know, being abstinent and doing the steps and talking to people like you. And I'm so grateful for everybody because all of you every single day help to keep me abstinent. Um, but I do want to share everything that I have with somebody else. And for me, I think part of the program is sharing your journey with other people and being open. So for me, if I ever talk to anybody, I always say, if you need anything, give me a call back. And if you want anybody else to call me too, by all means, give me a call. I'm happy to share my my, my story and everything with, our, with anybody and help out in any way I can because that's what the program is about, about the fellowship. So thank you, everybody. I hope you all have a great day. And with that, I pass. Thank you so much, Amy. L. Okay, Ginger C, you're up, followed by Joanne M. Hi, Amy. Thanks for your service. This is Ginger C, a real compulsive overeater and trying to catch my breath. I just got off my exercise bike. Um, but I am in Colorado, and I love what we're talking about. This 12 step says principles before personalities. And, you know, Bill wrote a beautiful article on emotional sobriety. Because he had a tendency to find false dependencies. That's out, that's outside, looking for love in all the wrong places, putting people before God. And we can do it in AA, and we can do it in OA, in these 12-step rooms. We get these wonderful circuit speakers, and I fall short. I've had my time in this experience. And I think they're the end-all and be-all, and we put them on pedestals, and guess what? They fall, guaranteed. And so it's really important. We're all here as one, and we're equal. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care what job you have. I don't care who you know or you don't know. We're all the same. And it's really important. That's why they say principles before personalities. We don't want to go in that way. And I love the extended version on 567 with our 12th tradition. It says, and finally, we of Alcoholics Anonymous believe that the principle of anonymity has an immense spiritual significance. It reminds us that we are to place principles before personalities, that we are actually to practice a genuine humility. This is what it's all about, this ego reduction. I'm not better, I'm not less than, I'm just in the middle. This to the end, that our great blessings may never spoil us, that we shall forever live in thankful contemplation of him, God, your higher power, who presides over us all. So what they're saying here is don't forget why this is working. And it's not because of people. We're not sponsor reliant. We are God reliant. God is everything or God is nothing. And with that, I pass. Good job. All righty, Ginger, thank you so much. Joanne M., you are up, followed by Scott S. Go ahead, Joanne. Hi, I'm Joanne M. I'm a compulsive overeater. This is the first time I've said that out loud, and I'm new, and that's all I have. Thank you. Well, welcome. Welcome, welcome, Joanne. We're so glad you're here. Keep coming back. 
Happy to have you. Okay, Scott S., you're up. Please go ahead, followed by Nancy J. Hi, this is Scott S. in sunny Florida, and I'm a compulsive overeater in this program. There are three areas that the big book talks about when we're talking about the the things that have been brought up this morning. Uh, One of them is that this is a program of attraction rather than promotion. The second part is obviously what we've been discussing, which is the concept of anonymity. And then the 12th step says we have a responsibility to take this message of recovery to those who still suffer. So for me, how do I reconcile all that? How do I reconcile the anonymity piece and still be able to do all the other stuff? I think the big book really says it very well. I, the, whether or not I give my, you know, discuss my anonymity is up to me because it's my program to share, but it's not my program to share what everyone else's experience is. So if there's a person out there that I run across in my daily life that is obviously suffering from addiction and they look at me and ask me for what my story is, I can tell them that, you know, Hey, I've lost 200 pounds in a program. And I've tried all the other diets. I've tried all that, you know, the psychological hypnotism and the shots and the pills and all that. And it, nothing worked. And not only that, but I spent a huge amount of money trying to find a way, an easier, softer way to get out of my addiction. And nothing worked except for this program, which is a rigorous 12-step program that I follow on a daily basis and that I am never cured, but I'm recovered one day at a time. And that is the attraction. And that part of that is identifying myself as part of the 12-step program and allowing that individual the opportunity to see whether or not this program could work to change their lives. And I think that's where the differences are in how we promote the program or not promote the program by attraction, and how we balance that against anonymity, and we're still carrying the message to those who still suffer. Thanks for letting me share, and I'll pass. Thank you so much, Scott. Okay, Nancy J., and then we'll have time for maybe one or two more. Go ahead, Nancy. Hi, uh, this is Nancy J. from Geneva, Illinois. And the one thing I notice when I look at this page, uh, XIII, is that this is the forward to the first edition in 1939. So the book's just coming out, and it's clear they're afraid of being overwhelmed. And that's just common sense. Of course they're afraid of being overwhelmed. This book's just coming out, and this is there aren't that many people in their organization. It's a very small fellowship, very few people. And, and they're newly sober. They're afraid. Well, why do we respect anonymity in today's world, in, in 2022? I think one of the main reasons is we want to have a safe place. We want to be safe. We, we want to be safe. We want to be equal in our fellowship. It's a program of ego reduction. We want to be humble. We want to be one of the herd, one of the fellowship. We're, we're suffering people. We've had a tough time in life, and 
we want to have a safe place to be, a safe place to to let other people know who we are and how we're feeling. And so that anonymity gives us that safe place. Uh, the other reason is I think if we would speak publicly, we could hurt the fellowship because people could relapse. So no one person represents, no one person is the public face uh, of our fellowship. And uh, so that's the way I see this. You know, it makes me think of, well, how do we carry the message publicly? Makes me think of something I've heard um, over and over uh, here in our fellowship, which is carry the message and if necessary, use words. We don't have to go out into the world and say a lot. It's just the way we conduct ourselves. We're carrying a spiritual message. With that, I pass. Thank you. Thank you so much, Nancy. Okay, so we have time for a few more, probably two or three. Who would like to share? Golda. Shanna C. Oh, wait, hold on. Shanna, Shanna C. And Golda, did I get that right? Yes. And the initial, last name? H. Golda H. Okay, I know I missed someone, but hopefully you can share on the second hour because I think we're going to run out of time. So Golda H. and Shauna C. All right, Golda, go ahead, please. Thank you so much. Um, So much. Thank you for this wonderful meeting. I just want to say quickly, I am new to a vision for you, but I'm not new to the steps or the traditions or even to abstinence, thank God. But I'm happy to have a a food and a step sponsor now in a vision for you, and I'm very happy. Okay, this topic is unbelievable. I feel like there's, there's, it's like we're all touching different parts of the elephant, you know? And it's all true, the trunk, the leg, the tail, the whatever. So I I do wanna say that um, somebody asked, what is the common element that combines all these different parts, you know? How do, you know, when I walk in, I want to know that people aren't going to run out and say, oh, did you know gold is in OA, you know, to their neighbor. I also want to know that I don't have to identify where I live and what my income is, right? And I also want to know that, um, you know, if I work at a job, that I, if I don't want to disclose, because it may hurt my job, I don't have to, you know, there are all these different parts. But I also have done a lot of 12-step work by just sharing my experience, strength, and hope. And it was so important that people knew, to, like people would give my number to other people. You know, oh, I heard this woman has talked about food. Maybe you want to Golda, we lost you. Golda? You were there, and then you're not there. Uh, are you back, Olga? Well, we welcome you. We welcome you, welcome you, welcome you. Um, okay, I guess we'll have to go ahead here to Shauna C. Go ahead, Shauna. Shauna C., it's your turn. Good morning. There's, uh, there's a glitch or something. This is Shauna C. Uh, from yeah. uh, Grateful Recover Compulsive overeater. Um, one of the things that just keeps pounding me in the head this morning when I think of the principle of anonymity is that, you know, it's the spiritual foundation of all of our traditions ever reminding us to place principles of both personalities um, and in all the work 
that the 12 step work and, and all the nuances of it, it's anonymity basically for me means giving without expecting anything in return. Um, you know, for me, <clears throat> I'm speaking from my own experience and from my own motives and stuff at times of things that I've had to learn the hard way and, you know, being announced, being one that to announce, not knowing that I wasn't really supposed to announce that I'm in a, in a particular fellowship. I didn't realize I was actually using the clout of the 12 step fellowship to promote myself. Um, and so I have to be real careful about that, uh, and that kind of thing. And, um, you know, basically using it as a badge of honor to promote myself. Um, when I'm when I'm breaking a tradition, I don't I did not know that's what I was doing. But anyway, um, and but when I'm into eleven and twelve, and I'm staying close to God, and I'm asking God, you know, please grant me the sincere desire to be helpful. You know what that will look like on any given occasion may look different. You know, uh, you know, at my job it may mean, you know, quietly talking with someone about what I do if they ask, and it may be, you know, uh, being. You know, it's it's a maximum service. You know, I I get to do this for fun and for free. Um, no one is under any kind of obligation. Um, you know, this is what this is what God has done in my life. This is a miracle as a result. Um, I was struggling so deeply. Here I am. Um, this is all I have. This is what worked for me, and I'm so grateful for it. And if you like it, I'm happy to share it with you. You know, but. More than that, I, I really can't do. I don't have the power to do. But anyway, thanks for listening. I'm grateful that uh, I have a safe place to come and you guys understand. Thanks. Thank you so much, Yanni. Okay. It's Boulder. Can I just say, can you hear me? Yes. Can I just say two seconds? Yeah, thank you. I don't know if that was God, I guess. Yeah, thank yeah, listen, you. you. Thank you. You have two minutes. You have about oh, okay. a minute and a half, actually, so please go ahead. Good. That's, I don't even need that. I just wanted to say I think the common element that unites all these things is humility. For me, humility. If I'm not in ego and I'm, and I'm doing it for the right reason, like the 12-step, like if I'm in the bar for the right reason, if I really care about the other person and I'm not worried about myself, whatever stage I'm at, It'll work. It'll be okay. The anonymity will be okay. Everything will be okay. It's when I used to feel ashamed about being a food addict and not wanting to talk about it that it wouldn't work for me to talk to anybody. Or, you know, or, or when I felt urgent to convince people to come to program, that was also ego. It wouldn't work. But if I'm in the right place and I put God first, it all, all these principles of anonymity come together. That's all. Thank you for letting me come back again. Thanks. Thank you, Global. Sorry, I got interrupted. And welcome as well. Thank you. Just a friendly reminder for anyone who is new on the line, please, uh, we welcome you. And we have a second unrecorded hour coming up in just a few shakes here. We'd love to hear from you. We'll also be giving out names and uh, phone numbers of people that are available for sponsorship. So hang in there uh, towards the end of the second hour. All right, we're going to wrap things up. Thank you so much, everyone, for a wonderful meeting. Thank you to Team Tuesday. Uh, please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following the share ID for today, Tuesday, February 22nd, 2022, 7 a.m. Eastern Time meeting is 18,584. That's one eight five eight four. 
We will now close with a reading from the big book on page 154, followed by the serenity prayer. Will Loretta H. please take us out with the vision for you? Thank you, Amy, and thank you, everyone, along with my precious God, who is saving my life today, Loretta H., recovered in Raleigh, North Carolina. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we only know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously, you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We will be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then. Thank you, everyone.